This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shreparks and Jack Fritz. Like, we haven't we haven't done a pod since all this came out. Like, I think it was you that said this, and I apologize if it's not. It was either you or Jillio. Like, I do think him going for the surgery was was like not only a smart move, but it felt like a mature Embiid move, like to to not go down the rehab path. Now, maybe he just needs surgery and didn't, he didn't really have a choice. And like that's kind of what I think happened, is that they, okay. he had no choice. All right, well, then I, I, I take It was my take. Point, it was my take, but... It was. Okay, yeah, well, I thought it was a good one. Like, it felt like three years ago, he would have been rehabbing this. And we would have been sitting here, and, you know, he'd be re- reevaluated in two weeks, and we'd see him on the court, but he isn't jumped, like, all those things. And it, it felt like... Going for the surgery was was the mature, like trying to both win now and later move. Like I, I was, you know, I don't want to say I was happy to hear he was having the surgery because obviously the best part, the best news would be if he was just playing and he was fine. But for him going for the surgery, like we'll see how long he's out. I'm get, guess we'll get the information in the next day or two. But I was I was happy he went for the surgery, uh, both for this season and the future. Yeah, I just you know, and I've never heard of a flap on your. I know. I know. That's gets or whatever. Dude, the Twitter doctors, I both love it and I hate them. Like on one hand, I hate them because I scroll and I get like 18 different opinions. Yeah. On the other hand, I love it because I do I do feel more informed. Like, and they are doctors, so I guess they know what they're talking about. But well, I learned more we, about the knee than I than I need to. Can we ver well, yeah, we've learned enough about injuries with the sex group. Yes. By the way, <laughs> quick uh quick uh tangent. Go for it. When people say the sentence uh, your best ability is availability. Do mm-hmm. they think that the, the, it's just whoa? whoa. Well, you no. know, he used to say that. Chip. Whoa. I think Chip used to say that. I'm sure he did. I mean, yeah, Chip and Joe Banner. Beat, beat, beat up little people. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. one of his. Uh, you know, can't make the club in the tub. You know, that's another you know. good one. Another football guy one. Oh, is there a baseball all... version of that, or is that a baseball? Can that be baseball too? Uh, I mean, the best ability, the best ability is availability. Feels like a, a universal sports one. Yeah, um, you know, it's it, it's it's great for that. It's just you know because obviously we, you and I, and a lot, of, well, a good amount of people listen to callers a lot, and it's just like yeah. I, three times a show about a beat. It's like, well, hey, you know yeah. what to say. The best ability is availability. <laughs> really, no way. Well, how was uh, how was your day talking to me today? I was fine. It was funny. Like the Twitter reaction was obviously not positive. I will say though, I got say what the question was for those that might not know. Uh, Would you explore trading Joel Embiid this offseason? Yeah, Um, and it sucks, but I am there. The it's a ten percent increase from the AJ Brown uh, trade. So the AJ Brown trade was fifteen percent said yes, which is low, and then the Embiid one today. 
was 26 percent. so we're, we're we're moving we're getting closer on these fake trades well we did uh, have someone in the chat say jack would you trade impede for patrick sertain so that was a good one that, that was good well done. Well, um but the impede thing um wait uh hold on i forget what i was gonna say oh well you're talking All about right. the reaction from the callers and trade. oh the reaction from the callers yeah the call, it was funny because on the phones it was probably like 50 50 you know mm-hmm. And then on social on Twitter it was not fifty fifty. Ah, yeah. So I thought I did I did listen. It was a good show as always. You've been crushing it. Um, my thing on the in the Embiid trading thing is, and you know, obviously with the surgery going on, like I kind of agree with you in the way that it just feels like Embiid's net. I think you put it perfectly. Like is Embiid, is Embiid someone you'd bet on going going into the playoffs? I think he's a great player. I think he's the best player in the league when healthy. I think he has proven quite a bit in his time. But man, like it just feels like this is where it's always going to go, and that's very frustrating. Because mm-hmm. over the last year, I've definitely changed my opinion on Embiid. Like I used to be a pure guard, bucket boy, he's a center, blah blah blah. But Embiid became the best scorer in the league, and it's just tough to watch like this happen again. And I hear some Sixers fans like, "Well, this is what always going to happen. Like this is what the team always is. Like it's a fluke thing. Like he's hurt. Like it is what it is." But and trading him is tough because I don't know what you would trade for him. I did think of one hypothetical, but I don't know if it would make sense. Like, would you do Embiid for Ant and uh, and Cat? Well, I, I would do anything to have Anthony Edwards on my basketball team. So, yeah, uh, probably. Um, there, but the, again, the problem with trading Embiid and, and why why I kind of uh, threw it out as explore, right? Because I'm not saying like. You gotta get rid. It's over. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, like You'll get out of town. Him. Yeah, like, I like the uh, Howard Howard uh, impression coming out. Well, it's like because that's not how I feel. Like I, mm-hmm. it's it's a couple things. Like I love Joel. I think Joel's a great player. It, it's just it's every year. So you know, at some point, I just you, you can't take it anymore. And it's like, do I mm-hmm. really think that in his thirties, it's all of a sudden like? There it is. He's 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 gonna be fine. He's gonna play all the time. So it it's why it was like explore is more seeing what you can get and like if the right trades out there, be prepared to to say yes and and see if you can get it done. Like, but again, the problem is like, what's the right trade? Like, I could say Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, and three first round picks from the Nets. Is that enough? And well, why would the Nets do that? Well, because you like Mikel Bridges is a good player, but you get a, a, a legit superstar. Well, but I think that's the tough thing is whoever's trading for Embiid has to feel they can win the title that year. Like right, I actually well, think it's it's why the Knicks trade never works because it's like yeah, you want Embiid to play with Ananobi and Bronson. exactly yeah. Well, like so let's let's talk about the Suns. Like let's say the Suns are willing to trade Devin Booker. Sixers get a young player. The Suns pair Joel with KD and Bradley Beal next season. Obviously not now. Like, I think there's some logic to that. I think what it really comes down to just from a Sixers perspective is, do you want to try to sell high on Embiid when this has now happened again? Or are you going to roll with him for another year? And if you roll with him for another year, then another question is, do you trade Maxi? Like, or do you roll with Maxi again? Like, that's a tough thing about Embiid missing half this year and potentially the rest of the years. Are they just going to run it back? Like, I know they're going to have cap space. You try to bring in another big time star. But if you go in again with the plan being Embiid is the main person on the offense, I don't know. It feels like setting up for failure in a way. And this is coming from a guy that's believed in the Sixers probably more than anybody else in the city. I've defended them more than anyone on WIP. But like 
it does feel a little, like you said, like Groundhog's Day. Like here we are again. And I just, I don't know what the solution is other than trade them. I just like, I would like for, I, I would like for it to be pointed out that the Sixers losing game six and seven did not break Elliot Shore Parks. It did not. And no. Losing a February 5th game to the Mavericks is. Yeah. That was it. That was the, that was the, that was, that was the end for me. Yeah. That's, that's when you knew it was over for the Sixers yeah. is, is this day, February 5th. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it's an annoying spot to be in. It's because he's he's an all time great. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer, and it, it comes down to: Do you want to just ride it out and and take your chances, or like you know? And that's fine if you want to do that. Like it's it, it's it. You just have to stomach never getting anything for him. Um, mm-hmm. Now I think his contract's only to what he's thirty two, so it's not like the end of the world. Yeah, like, it's not much longer. So if if things aren't going well at that point, then he can probably pretty easily you know, move on. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's not a fun conversation to have because no. obviously wherever he goes, he, there probably would be someone else there and he's probably going to want to go there and they might have a better chance at, at, at kind of at winning a title. Uh, it's Man. just, I know. And it, and it's a gamble. Like I had that, so much hope like two weeks ago. Of course. He scored <laughs> it feels 70. like it all created. He scored 72 Mondays ago. Like, I know <laughs> it feels like it all created in the last then, Think about this. In the last two weeks, we've had a player score 70, and 51 and now we're talking about trading them both like obviously that's reactionary but still just to think of where this has come and how quickly things have changed yeah and, and the, the reality is he's probably never going to ask out so in the only way he's, he's really going to get moved is if he asks asks out um mm-hmm. but it's just it's time to start having that conversation like he, he for the fifth straight postseason it's like he's banged up yeah. again it's like how I can't believe we're here. I can believe it. I can, but it's just like, why? Why is it? I agree. And I, I've talked about it. I, I, I fought back against it with the whole, you know, process karma thing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But that's I normal. don't believe in that. That's I know you why? do. But it's, I just, it's hard not to. What do you think the basketball gods are punishing? Yes. I'm like, if, if you want to tell me, the one thing I will say, maybe the process people got right. Maybe. Is that I think Embiid starting like three or four years of his NBA career, really three. He was on the bench for two of them, so he didn't play. But three, maybe four years of not being expected to seriously compete, like maybe that did kind of teach him or like take a little bit of the fire out from him. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, he's played through a lot. They've won a lot of games, like all those things. So I don't believe with like the karma of it, but I do think there's always going to be a ton of baggage when Joel is here. So to your point, like, Maybe it's not the basketball gods, but when they trade Joel, that's when it'll feel like the process is over. Until then, it will feel like they're carrying the the, uh, the baggage of that. Well, of course, yeah. This is if if they ever move them, it's over. I mean, the, right. the process is, and everyone can can relitigate it and and, and talk about it all they want. Like it's it's mm-hmm. fine. It's over. It'll be fun. Um, I'm sure. Well, you have the guy oh, to do it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a great time. It's gonna be a great time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I just. I, to be here again 
and just having this feeling like, is it ever? Like, I think that's the main question every one of us has, has really asked themselves last, ever since the beat, you know, he went down and we, whether you watched it live or woke up the next morning, like mm-hmm. the main prevailing thought is, is this ever going to work here? Like, is it yeah. ever going to work here? And and to be here again for, I don't know, again, like the third straight year, really, like the 2021 Hawk series to now, it's like, I just, I, I don't know. And, and at what point do you just cut your losses and say, let's just start over? Like, there's something yeah. interesting about starting over. Like, there's it's something. exciting. Of course, of course, it's 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 yeah. like getting out. It's it's getting out of a breakup and and you know getting back out there and seeing what you got. Like you know, you, draft when we picks started, college yeah. basketball and oh man, like you know, looking at the future stars that they can go get. I mean, well, it's funny is when we started exciting. the pod, it was we're here to save the Sixers. Maybe we just didn't know the way we were saving them. It wasn't right. the winning. It was it's time to blow this thing up. Man, I love a. I love a good reactionary post game. Well, and I just I, I think I think people go a little too far where it's like, oh, the, uh, the second you try to be like you're in the doldrums of the sport. Like, no, I don't. No, I don't think that's true. I mean, well, if Maxi's legit, then you're not. Yeah, you how many other teams can... with another All Star we say are in the doldrums? No, I know, it, and it's and it's you know, it, like I was always of the mindset of you have to be at the top of the draft to get a difference maker. Well, look at some of the best players in basketball, you know, like Jokic was the second rounder. Mm, um, pains me to have you say him first. I, I, I know. Uh, Giannis yeah. was what, 15, 14 in that draft. Like there, there has been, there have been great players in the last couple of years that have not been drafted, you know, in the top five. So you can find talent all over. You just yeah. have to be able to, to, to be able to find it. And like they had a run there where they, and this is going to, this is maybe, just to appease to our producer James Jackson, where they if they just drafted Nova kids, they're probably the, be- <laughs> yeah, yeah. the best team in basketball. Yeah, like, no, right in their own backyard. Like if if you just drafted those guys after you got Embiid, like they're they're probably the best team. I mean Brunson, DiVincenzo, mm-hmm. Cam Whitmore, Mikel Bridges, Sadiq Bay, like <laughs> the, yeah, the, like Josh Hart, Josh Hart. Yeah, like all these guys. If you just did that, but they've been. Like one of the most under talked about things, Aaron rips Howie, right? Like for for uh, he's not a good drafter, yada yada yada. You know, mm-hmm. like the Sixers aren't good drafters either. No, they haven't had. Yeah, I mean Max picks. is a good one, but Max is a good one. I get it, but there's like they, there's just nothing else. I mean, there's nothing else. You know, if they could have, if the if the Sixers could have taken the Georgia model and only drafted. Nova kids, like the, yeah. the Eagles only draft Georgia kids. Yes. Well, the Georgia Six... kids feel like they might not be any good, unfortunately. Exactly. But... Exactly. But for some reason, the Nova kids could have had that. And it's just yes. sickening that, that we don't. because it's not Temple right or uh, Bloomsburg? No. No. I'm the only Husky. <laughs> the biggest, biggest Husky of Philly sports right here. Yep. Yep. Biggest and only.